Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And today we have another solo episode just for you, the listeners. What's hot, what's trending, what's coming up in the Facebook group, or what people have emailed me about. So today I want to dive in and take a look at what's been going on with the Me Too campaign. The Me Too campaign, of course, if you've been following my stuff at all, you know that that topic is a really important topic for me. Having been through a variety of sexual harassment, sexual assault, it's so devastating how many people are also in the same boat. We really shouldn't have the kind of numbers that we have for people who have suffered. And I'd say people because it's not just women. I think it's important to also honor the fact that men are also being abused. Men are also subject to harassment, but it's not being talked about. So the Me Too campaign is not just for women. Let's open it up. And it's for men as well. So for everyone who's been through this. Now, here's the thing. It's been fantastic for drawing awareness to the volume of people that have been impacted and for really bringing home the point that this needs to change. We as a society, as a humanity, really need to take a look at what messages are we sending our children? What messages are we sharing with each other? Where do we need to be speaking up? And which is where, you know, I love the second wave of this Me Too campaign where people have been, you know, chiming in to admit that they did not speak up. They did not intervene and they wish they had. And my heart goes out to those people because that takes even more courage to admit that you could have and you didn't. And I totally get if you're one of those people that you have not spoken up. And I would suspect that all of us at some point have watched or known or not, you know, not said something maybe out of fear, maybe out of, you know, I'm not sure what the repercussions are going to be. Is it legally my responsibility? Should I do this? Whatever it is, we haven't developed a culture where it's really okay to intervene. It's okay to stand up and say, you know what, that's inappropriate behavior. That's an inappropriate remark. And, you know, I think you should apologize to that person. It's not something that we typically do. And especially the more and more litigious our society becomes, you know, if you're in the US or Canada even is becoming really bad, there's there's a lot more of the fear of backlash legally that someone's going to sue you because you stepped in and intervened. You know, you're being the good Samaritan and then you get slapped with a lawsuit. And I think that's made most of us kind of, you know, step back and, and not want to intervene. But I want to, I want to address those things and to, to look at it. So there's, there's two pieces going on. One, there's the me too, where people are admitting that this is something that happened to me. And I'm strategically not using the word victim because these are not victims. These are people who have had something happen to them. Um, maybe they're still feeling like a victim, but there's also a lot of people who are posting me too, like myself, who have healed 
and who are just honoring that voice and encouraging other people to say, you know, yeah, to come out and to, you know, just to acknowledge the simple me too, that, that this has happened on mass. The thing is, is that in doing that, in having that come out in mass, is that there is an energetic component coming out from it as well. So when you're reading those posts, when you're when you see that me too, you get a little energetic hit from that person. And what's often happening is that, you know, energetically, you're just picking up on what the trauma was for them, what that incident was for them. And energetically, you're like, whoa, you know, you get this little, ooh. and after you see, you know, I remember at one point yesterday, I was scrolling through and there must have been 30, I, I, no exaggeration, 30 posts in a row, no interruptions of me too's. That is quite a lot energetically. Think about it. If you were to listen to 30 people tell you their story of harassment or assault in a row, it's going to impact you. And and this is something that I think we need to think about is that how do we manage that? How do we stay clear from that kind of emotional, energetic onslaught and, you know, not be taking it on, not absorbing it. So a couple of weeks ago, I did the the podcast episode on Expand Out. And I'd encourage you, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and, and re-listen to that and get the deeper explanation of Expand Out. But this is the key application of this tool, is that when you are, say, scrolling through Facebook, for example, or Twitter, wherever they're posting the Me Too's, is as you're scrolling through and you're seeing those Me Too's, is to allow yourself to expand out more and more. And the idea is that the more you expand out, the less you're impacted. And so you can hold space for the people who are posting the Me Too and holding space for you. And I know that sounds a little bit jargony, but the holding space is about you allowing your energy, your vibration, your vibrancy, your emotional mindset, whatever you want to call it. You're allowing that to be really spacious, really, really big, as opposed to contracted in and pulled in tight and you putting up these walls and shields and barriers to protect yourself. Expanding out makes it so that you have more room to move. Like it feels like you have more room in your body, even though all you've done is expanded out your energy. It's it's kind of interesting, but play with it and see what that does. And it's fascinating when we're able to actually expand out and hold space for ourselves and for others, then you actually allow a greater healing to happen. Because what that does is it allows you to be with it without any judgment. And that's really the ultimate key to this is that we want to be in this space where we're not holding judgment for people. Um, you know, if somebody's telling us our story of, of having been traumatized and we are, you know, impacted and we're emotionally going, oh my God, that's awful. That's horrible. How could they do that? They're so awful. Blah, blah, blah. You are, in fact, in a way, kind of re-traumatizing them because you're locking in and reinforcing that emotion. And I know that sounds really harsh because we've been taught to be empathetic and sympathetic to people. But the thing is, is that 
I think it's better to be compassionate than to think about being sympathetic. Um, sympathy usually requires us to dive into the cesspool of emotions with them, whereas being compassionate and holding that space is is like the difference of the drowning person in the pool and you have a choice of diving in, which is sympathy, and going down with them, or grabbing the stick and pulling them to the side and letting them get themselves out, which is compassion. So that's that's one of the tools that, you know, as you're seeing these posts to really apply that expanding out tool more and more and more. And the same thing with the people who are who have so much courage to actually post the um, I was the one of them or I forget what the hashtag is. But, you know, if they're willing to actually admit that they didn't stand up. Let's cheer those people on for their bravery because the world needs more bravery. And, and it's, you know, it's about celebrating what we want more of. So we want to celebrate where people are admitting to their healing. Um, this is my point of view on it anyway. I want people to celebrate where have we healed? Where have we stepped into our power? Where have we admitted our vulnerability and, you know, admitted where we're wrong and where we want to do better? Those are the kinds of things where we can create the world that we want to create as opposed to feeling re-traumatized and feeling like the world is a terrible, horrible place. So that is my little nugget for today about using that expand out tool in particular with this Me Too campaign that is so hot right now. And I'm so excited that there's there's all this attention on it. And of course, my personal piece is, is to take that Me Too and, you know, step in and invite people to step in to heal and to move into their inner dominatrix and actually feel their power again, to take that power back, not in a bitchy kind of way, but in an authentic, I can stand tall in my body, regardless of what has happened to me. That these things have happened, but they don't define who I am. And that's that goal. That's what I hold out for people and say, you know what, this is where I want to take you. Take you from feeling like you are a victim and at the effect of the world to realizing that you have control over how you perceive the world, how you interact with it, and how you judge it, which of course affects how you feel about it. And that's ultimately what we only ever have control over. And once we, you know, stand in that and really own that our lives change dramatically. So I have a couple of invitations for you. One is that if you are one of the people that is that me too, or that you didn't speak out and you want to actually move through that in a way that it is clear from your system and it's not shoving it back down, then it's really key to have a conversation about what's it going to take to get that out, you know, to work with somebody. I don't believe this is an area where most people can do the the self-help do-it-yourself method, that it's an area where we want to be able to surrender and really dig deep to get it out. So message me, email me, send me a message on Facebook. Um, Let's get you connected for a free consultation to talk about how to get you unlocked. The other invitation 
is that if you happen to be listening to this on the day of release, today we are doing a butterfly release. This is global butterfly release. We're inviting everybody to join the Facebook event. And um, you can find that through my timeline. You can find that um, on the Butterfly Whispers fan page. We've done the event through her. We have butterflies that are going to be taking our messages of hope and healing And as we release them, it's a way of releasing the trauma, releasing the past and moving forward in this transformation, because what better to symbolize transformation and healing than a butterfly? It is a beautiful ceremony. So join us with that. Even if you join us in spirit, energetically send me your message and I will transfer that to the butterflies to be released and to have spread some more healing and love in the world. All right. You have yourself a fantastic day and we will catch you on the next episode of the Inner Dominatrix podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your Inner Dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.